world, my friends. <clears throat> Hello, my friends. Good to be with you tonight. I hope you're doing well. Sorry. We were having some technical difficulties with our audio and video and had to fix that. Tonight I want to begin, because it is the National Day of Prayer, with a prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the ability to be able to pray and the ability to be able to pray in your strong and mighty name and with the authority as a believer knowing that praying, believing that you'll answer our prayer whether it be yay or nay yes or no or not right now but knowing you will answer our prayer lord jesus we ask lord that you be with that one watching and that one re-watching lord that they would know the importance of prayer is the daily communication between the Lord Jesus and his beloved son or daughter because that's what it is it's a relationship between Jesus Christ and ourselves. Lord, I thank you for the power to be able that you give us to be able to pray. Lord, even when we don't have the power to verbalize it, you give us the power to utter it. And even in our utter, uttering, the Holy Spirit understands it. Lord, I pray during this National Day of Prayer that we recommit ourselves to pray and recommit ourselves in prayer to you. Lord, forgive us when we don't pray. Forgive us when we don't read our word. Forgive us when we don't spend time with you and build that relationship. Lord, help us to see our shortfalls. Lord, help us to see our shortcomings so that we can build upon those. Lord, 
Go with us now into this Bible study, and let it not be my words, but yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight I want to give you a really good example of the power of prayer. And it comes from Acts 12, 5. Before this, Peter was thrown in prison. Because he was being persecuted for the church. And this is after Christ restored him and said, Feed my sheep upon this rock, I'll build my church. And going through that, building upon that, this then happened. In Acts. And he was thrown in prison. And. There was no hope for him. Starting in verse 5. Peter was. Therefore. Or. Kept. In prison. But. Constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out and about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping bounded with chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison and he struck Peter on the side and said, and struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying arise quickly and his chains fell off then the angel said to him gird yourself and tie on your sandals and so he did and he said to him Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they, when they passed the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that led to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out 
and went down on one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent an angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. That's the second time it's mentioned in this in this passage. And as Peter knocked at the door, the gate of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her gladness, she did not open the gate, but ran and announced Peter that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, you're beside yourself, yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it's his angel. Now Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished but motioned to them with his hand to keep silent. He declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, Go tell, the thing, tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Then as soon as it was day, there was no small stirring among the soldiers about what had become of Peter. But when Herod had searched for him and not found him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Now I'm going to pause right here for a second. Because I know we got some other scriptures to read. But in the first part of this verse, it said because of their constant praying. And then they were, when he ran, when he knocked on the door after the, the angel had come and released him and helped him out, they were still praying. The angel of the Lord did not leave Peter. 
until he was well out of the prison and down the street to his to his destination. Peter thought it was a dream. But the thing I want to bring out is they prayed believing. But even though they prayed believing and God answered their prayers, when he got to the house and Rhoda answered the door, they said, Surely it's it's not him. Rhoda didn't even open the door. She announced he was standing at the gate and 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 they said, You're beside yourself, you're crazy. And they finally said it was his angel. And Peter kept knocking and kept pounding. And then in verse seventeen Peter told him to be silent. And he declared everything that had happened in that prison. And he said, go to hell these things to James and the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. It doesn't say where he went, but he departed to another place. And Herod was so mad that he had the soldiers put to death. Jesus still answers prayer today. God still answers prayer today. The power, do not be deceived about the power of your prayers. The power of your prayers are no small power. The power of a believing Christian. And if we pray, we pray believing Jesus wants our prayer. The power of that believing is is unsurmountable. And what 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 we think sometimes is oh my prayer is not as powerful as this person or that person or this person's prayers prayers are more powerful. No. Your prayer 
in the Lord Jesus Christ is just as powerful as my prayer. And your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is just as powerful as my faith. And if we can get that within our our soul and our spirit, that each of us collectively are just as powerful within Christ Jesus as the other and if we collectively pray pray about this world pray about the things that are going on in this world pray for God's guidance you know I, I, I have thought about doing If my people pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear their land. But everybody does that every National Prayer Day. But it's true. If we pray and repent and turn from our wicked ways, He will hear our prayer and heal our land. It is true. But what happened to Peter is also true. And this shows the power of a praying church. And it says while they were praying, they had a knock at the door. They were praying for Peter. Because of what happened previously. Ephesians six eighteen through 20. Praying always. With all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end. With all prayer, perseverance, and supplication for all the saints and for the utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. When he was writing about the armor of God, when Paul was writing Ephesians about the armor of God, he wanted to emphasize the main weapon of our warfare. Well, one of the main weapons of our warfare as a soldier in Christ Jesus 
and as a Christian is prayer. And he's, he states that in these two verses in Ephesians 6. I just, I wanted, I cannot stress enough the importance of prayer. I'm going to read Second Chronicles seven fourteen because I think and I I didn't I added it but it didn't post in the description but I will add it back. in the description in just a second after the live. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. And that's Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Colossians four two and two through four, and then I have one more, and then we'll be done for tonight. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in in it with thanksgiving. Be thankful. Meaning, pray, praying also for, meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak.
And finally, pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We are to be thankful. We are to thank God when we pray for what he's done for us, for what he's going to do for us, for what he's done for us in the future, for what he's done for us in the past, and what he is doing for us right now. Let us commit tonight to have a prayer life that is one of open communication, of talking to the Lord. Like he's right there because he is. Let us have that up and along with the Lord Jesus that he desires. I want to thank you and I want to thank you for this week. I also want to Thank you for being with us this week. And I want you to, when you pray tonight, thank the Lord Jesus for what he's done for you today. And ask him if there's anything you can do for him. And listen. We love you. We we thank you for being with us. And we'll see you next week.